Hello, producer Matt. Hi, how are you? I'm good. You were telling me something pretty exciting, and I thought it would be an interesting uh, thing to tell the listeners who are listening right now. Yes. Um, well, the news is if you actually don't want to hear from me again mm. in this context with ads, all you have to do is join the Patreon and you can get an ad-free office hours experience. So right now, there's rubes listening who are not paying, but they're listening to ads after ads. Yeah, such as this. They're I don't listen to the ads. Time. I don't pay attention to that aspect of the show. Yeah, but you're well, telling me there are ads in in this podcast. Oh, the whoever's hearing this right now, their experience of office hours is littered with ads. Yuck. So, but you want to listen to it ad free? Where do you do? What do you do? You just go to patreon.com slash office hours live. What's that going to cost me? Hundreds of dollars? Oh, not even close. Not even for $55, you can get a whole year of office hours entertainment. $55. What that's, well, that's uh, how much you can, you can do it for $5 a month, correct? If you're a fool. Right. (laughs) You would pay. You'd pay $60 for a year at right. $5 a month. Dripping dripping the money in every week. Yeah, like a fool. Or you can just want, you know, cut your check. Sign up for the year because we're not going anywhere. No, we'll be right here. And if you pay, then you don't have to hear this kind of junk anymore. Ad free for patron subscribers. That's big. No. Let's lock the gates and start the show. I like having fun. I like to laugh. I like to meet people who can make me laugh. I like having fun. Yes, I like it to laugh. I like having fun to meet people who laugh. Good morning, everybody. From the Office Hours Studios in Glendale, California, this is Office Hours. It's 10 a.m. on the Pacific Coast, March 11th, 2021, Thursday. Today we're going to be joined by the musician Andrew Bird and Kobe Kobe Donovan, Jimbo Mathis. We also have in the studio with us uh, Weird Al Pacino. (laughs) Where am I? (laughs) And, of course, your Zooms and the Holy Trinity of Doug Lusenhop and Vic Burgers with us as well. Thank you guys for being here. We have a lot to get through, so I'm going to kick things off right now with the city of the day. This is very low energy. This is disturbing. This is an unsettling, an unsettling way to begin the show. I'm just trying to class things up. Are we really playing city? Are we live? Yeah. Are we really playing city of the day? No. Get right Ladies and gentlemen it. from the Office Hours studios in Glendale, California, this is Office Hours Live. I'm your host, Tim Heidecker. On the show today, we're going to be speaking with you, the Zoomers. We're also going to be speaking with Weird Al, Yang- Weird Al Pacino and Andrew Bird, as long as, as, as well as Jimbo Mathis. <laughs> what, is, what is that music you're doing? <laughs> a little Wurlitzer there, actually. Okay. A little carousel tunes. We are so... Wait a minute. Now, let's just chill out. First of all, Matt's whispering... Sweet nothings to Wes over there. Very distracting. Welcome to the show, everybody. I got a kick. Slap my face. What's the problem now? Well, I fight. Oh, I see. You 
Okay. The other camera broke. Oh, the our our zoom, zoom camera, camera broke. Oh man. <laughs> good morning, everybody. This is they wouldn't say everybody. Good morning. This is good morning from the W. Good morning from the OHL studios in Glendale, California. This is Office Hours welcome. Live. Andy Mills. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, let's just celebrate a couple things real quick. We are celebrating a great show last week. Congratulations, Doug. This is your actual birthday week. So we're going to be continuing to celebrate your birthday today with more surprises. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Uh, KC, sorry to let you down there, buddy. Uh, We are also sort of celebrating or memorializing or honoring one year since couple of things since the pandemic start really in earnest swept through our our land and changed and altered the way we live our lives and really the <laughs> it's a is this just celebration celebrate okay uh, no the nine the, the really the beginning of office hours sort of mock two mock three season five. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it, the new era began a year ago with the eight-hour, nine-to-five office hours extravaganza at Doug's house. We had just come off the Tim and Eric mandatory attendance tour. During that time, I said, "When I come back, let's do a real like you know we've been off the air for several months." And I said, "Let's come back big. Let's relaunch this show. Let's start the patron." Patreon.com slash Office Hours Live. Let's put some fucking work into this show. Let's do it. We love it. I love working with Doug and Vic. I said to Matt, my friend, old friend of mine, I said, can you come and help? You guys know the deal. And I said, we we came back. We said, well, where can we do this? Uh, let's do it at Doug's. I went out to Fry's Electronics, which is now closed, which is now out of business. Fry's is a big old electronics computer store. With a big shopping cart, and I bought a bunch of wires and plugs, because we're going to do this right. And we set up, and damn it, if we didn't do an eight-hour show that day, Doug. That's right. Eight full hours, boss. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember it was, it was sort of the last thing we did with <clears throat> other human beings for a little while. And we packed your house with men and a few <laughs> women, but... It was definitely like there was a think a feeling of like maybe this is a bad a bad idea. Uncle Phil even came out. Uncle on, Phil on a plane yeah, yeah, out yeah, on a plane out Georgia to spread the virus. Dave Weigel yeah. came in from the East Coast as well, not to do our show, but he happened to be in town. And Fred and John and Mikey and uh, them in. no oh, windows. Kyle Mooney. Kyle Mooney came by. Everybody right. came by, Brand and came I think by. people were wearing masks, right? No, no masks. No, 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 there were masks. No, no, no nobody masks. had a mask on. I didn't even know it was a thing. You're I didn't, I didn't believe daft. In You're daft. I'll pull it no. up. Pull, pull up, up images. images. You can pull it up. Somebody um, really was, no masks. There was confusion about handshaking. There was confusion. I, I about remember because I, I shook Dave's hand and I afterwards like why did I do that? Like I that's felt, when we were worried about surfaces. Yeah, like I remember there was some you know hand sanitizer around. But See, I, yeah. I remember getting into a big argument with Robert Davi. And oh, yeah. my, the, the the thrust or the the thrust <clears throat> of my argument was how poorly Trump was handling the situation. Mm-hmm. 
So and I remember him. Mocking there must have it. been an awareness that things were not going well. He was kind of mocking it, saying like, "Oh yeah, I even keep distance. Like when I'm on the highway, I keep you know." Was right. that on the nine to five? Car. Oh, yeah, nice. yeah. That's the only time Dove. He's six him. feet behind the car. Yeah, he would keep when they're going seventy five. Right, like, anyway. right. So I don't remember. I mean, it was obviously serious enough that we were talking about it, and maybe plans were starting to change. Look at these graphics. Do you have some? You have some evidence? Yeah, oh. sure. Here, stand by. Do you want audio or just see? Uh. Oh, look at that. Wow. What's this? Okay. Nice so gradient, though. Oh, look at that. Oh, there it is. No masks. No masks. No masks. Uncle Phil. Shame on this Uncle Phil getting the coffee. And Phil, there. yeah, Doug's still wearing that Pizza Hut hat. Mm, Nothing's changed. <laughs> my, you're, everybody's right up in my nostrils uh -huh. in this, this angle. Hey, you know what? Let's just show the 9 to 5 show today. Just air it. <laughs> just, <laughs> okay. um, all right. Enough of that. But boy, what a year it's been, mm. huh? Who knew? Listen up, mister. And things are starting to loosen up now, they say. There's a, there's a f tremendous amount of uh, uh, vaccine jealousy going on out there. Someone asked me if I was getting a vaccine. I said, no freaking way. No way. <laughs> Who said yeah, that? Yeah. Jim Brewer. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I had somebody in my life... Not somebody close to me, but somebody I, somebody I, I don't want to call the guy out, but he was over. He stopped by because he stops by to do something for me. If you understand what I mean, <laughs> that's my ball washer. Okay, your ball washer. He's my ball washer. What balls does he wash? Well, my tennis balls, my footballs, my testicles. Goes on the balls. All the balls get cleaned on Tuesdays around here. Scrubbing away. <laughs> I sit in the bathtub. On, he knows I'm breaking on my, what I do is I sit on my, I strip down and I, I get on my all fours. And he comes behind me and cleans up in the balls region in my ass. On your back, like a happy baby kind of pose. Right. <laughs> you know? That Legs doesn't up. work. That doesn't work for me. He started just cleaning my tennis balls and my footballs and my <laughs> soccer balls, getting them scrubbed down, cleaned. Who proposed the next uh, <laughs> level of cleanse? I said, listen, if you're doing round things, I mean, my, my walnuts could use a scrub every once in a while if you want to work that into your deal. Does he drain your blueberries ever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he cleans our fruit. He also <laughs> cleans our rounded fruit. Yeah, cleans our blooms and our apples. <laughs> comes over anything oh, round. This guy gets balls. shining new. Like it's an unbelievable service. No, but he said to me, "I don't know about getting that vaccine. I'm thinking about having kids one day." And I was like, "What? <laughs> oh no! What You're reading some some na some nasty post, some Marky post, right? Marky post from Night Court. We should get her on Matt and Marky post." <laughs> Tell some uh, Jim J. Bullock stories. Is that who Jim? Yeah, thank you. No. <laughs> uh, Al Pacino is with us. Weird Al Pacino is with us for the show today. And do you ever work with Marky Post? I never worked with Marky Post. I worked with, uh, uh, who did I work with? I worked with Marky, Marky David. You know Marky uh, no. David? Great actor. Okay. But, well, anybody um, from, from Night Court you work with? Richard Mull. Richard Mull. Tall son of a bitch with the with the uh, bald bald head. head. That's yeah. right. Moose. Moose. Yeah. I worked with. Uh, um, oh yeah. There's lots of adjusting going on here, folks. Let's take a zoomer real quick to say hi to the gang. 
We also have an announcement to make that um, long, long requested by me uh, a actual phone number for you all to call. And we're hoping to reel long in long. some randos. We're calling it the Hothead Hotline. We're going to bring up that right now. Bring up the Hothead Hotline scroll. It, the number is 818-697-8225. So... If you're shy, you don't like to be seen on the Zoom or you don't understand Zoom technology, or you're just a dope who is randomly watching this right now and wants to call and yell at me about something. What's the question of the day today? Excuse me? Is there a question of the day? You're still doing that? There is a question of the day. (laughs) There is a question of the day. Why do you care? So they have something to talk about, right? No? I, Vic, I'm fully with you. Right? I mean, I don't but, know. you know, when you tell him the boss what we're doing on schedule. Okay, okay. All right, you want to know? He might go What the question of the day is? I I'm just trying to help here. You, don't, uh, you, have, you have no idea what's, what was happening over here in this world of it. It's okay. insane. Um, the question of the day that Vic is so eager to get to. I said I was going to take a Zoomer. Let me take a Zoomer and then explain what the question of the day is. Our old pal, Brian Benelli. Brian Benelli, Hi. welcome to the show. Hello, how you doing? Pretty good. <laughs> good, good. Uh, I have a question. Okay, maybe it's the question of the day. Let's find out. Okay, well, um, what's the worst live show you've ever been to? The worst live concert experience? Hmm. This was going around on Twitter. Did you happen to see that? Oh, was there was it? a... No. Question on Twitter. I don't want to be aping somebody else's. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I didn't realize. I didn't... How am I going to get more impressions? Twitter. What's that guy who's always on there? Um, Eric Alper. He's always asking, mm-hmm. what was oh, the yeah. first shot? What was the first song you ever heard where you noticed the bass guitar? And everyone's like, oh, I know. I know. I want to chime in on that. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I know mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the kids in the hall theme. <laughs> mine was another one bites the dust. So. Brian, what is the worst concert you ever I've yeah. ever seen? Yeah. yeah. Or live show. Yeah. Doesn't have to be <clears throat> like music. Yeah. I definitely have a memory the thing what's coming to me right now is the which I've spoken to on the sh- uh, about in the past was the um, dinner theater production of Jesus Christ Superstar was pretty low on my list of <laughs> live experiences. With the band that consisted of a drummer, a keyboard player, and acoustic guitar. Handling all the accompaniment to that very big rock orchestral sounding score. And singers who could not sing rock style. So if you had a, the Judas character coming up and he would sing the reprise of I Don't Know How to Love Him. Where the original guy, Murray Head... Guy's named Murray Head, unbelievable singer. He would have done, I don't know how to love him. That's on the record, right? Fucking guy in New Hope, Pennsylvania, dinner theater goes, I didn't know how to love him. Like, it fucking sucked. What about you, Al? Worst concert you've ever seen? I think it was the 1983 Academy Awards. Mm. Ben Kingsley won, gave a really boring speech. Uh, I forget who else won that year, but uh, that's all I remember was is that Ben. A, a that must perfor- be a, does that count as a performance? Or? Of course. It's a live experience, yeah. <laughs> live? I mean, 
Yeah, do those do those events ever get a little old? Like they get a little tedious. Yeah, <laughs> I was accused of sleeping at the Golden Globes the other day. I was not sleeping. What was going on there? My shoes were tied together. <laughs> okay. My daughter, she came over and tied my shoes together, and I said, I kept looking down on them. I said, How am I going to get out of this one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible. I don't know. Yes, untie the shoes, huh? Um, if I could reach that far, Brian. The question of the day, you guessed incorrectly, is, seen any good movies lately? Seen any good um, movies lately, Brian? I have, I have. And, oh, maybe Mr. Pacino could uh, could get tied into this, because I, re- I know he's good friends with the late Charles Lawton. Oh, that's right. And I great... just rewatched Night of the Hunter. The oh, great day. movie. <laughs> uh, Charles Lawton's only, only uh, directorial uh, effort, and it was widely panned at the time, and now it's regarded as a classic, and I just, I just wanted to know if Mr. Pacino has any, uh, did Charlie Lawton ever tell him, like, you know, was he ever disappointed? Did he ever, you know? Charlie was, was never upset. disappointed in me. And you got to remember what he once told me. You cannot paint a mustache on a Rembrandt and be considered a painter. All right? All right. <laughs> now, look, <laughs> I've seen a lot of movies recently. I saw this No Man Land. No man's land. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Frances McDormand looking around in the distance. What is she looking for? Her lines? <laughs> Ooh, I think she forgot her. a script. That Actually, that script was 413 pages. Really? But they whittled it down to 92 pages because she doesn't remember most of her lines. <laughs> That's interesting. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I saw that movie. It was very, very good. Very well done. It was all right. <laughs> How about Hillbilly Elegy? No, I didn't see that one. Oh, what a pile of garbage. <laughs> oh, shit. I've seen better acting on Hee Haw. <laughs> All right, sir. Hey, Tim. Yes, sir, Doug. <clears throat> the other day I was on YouTube checking oh, cool. out. All right, let's seeing, take another. Seeing what movies they had on there. Yeah. And uh, I got to the end of the list and it said, see more, show more. Yeah. You know, I hit the show more and there was a movie called Super Fast, which is a parody of like Fast and the Furious movies. Okay. 2015. And how was that? I challenge you to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) And by the way, it's enjoyable. I laughed a lot that we would know. Any? It's it's like there's it's there's jokes like nonstop in it, Mm -hmm. and they're one one in every ten will will make you laugh. So it has more laughs than your average comedy, Uh I would say. I speaking of well, I the movie I challenge you to watch. I want to see that. The movie I watched two movies. Uh, as you know, I'm a big time celebrity Hollywood movie star, so mm-hmm. I get sent the screeners, which is a blessing and a, gr- a great gift. And I'm ne- I never take it for granted. Oh, is that when they send you the screeners that are like movies that are already on Netflix, but they send that's you a that's DVD? become the new joke is that all these they're sending the DVDs of something that you have on Netflix or Hulu or something. But the one I watched the other night, which which was very very good. Al, you'd appreciate this because the acting was sublime. Oh. Is the movie called The Father? I haven't seen and it. And The Father is uh, Anthony uh, Hopkins. Oh, great actor! Yeah, you know Tony. Yeah, I know Tony. <laughs> you ever hang out with Tony? I've been over to his house sometimes. He's a great piano player, actually. Ever see him play the piano? No. Oh, pull up some video of that. <laughs> Not right now. Okay. But this is a very disturbing, uh, very well done movie about. Uh, an older gentleman, uh, Anthony Hopkins, with suffering from Alzheimer's, and it was very well done. I might have that. 
The movie I didn't uh, care like for riot. that I watched as well was Coming to America. Coming to America. Naya. But that was a big swing and a miss. Um, all right, let's take another call. One, two. Yvette, can you unmute, please? <laughs> Why was it a swing and a miss, Tim? Hello. Hello, Yvette. How are you? Yeah, I want to know. Oh, what? my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> You're excited? I'm excited. It's I a party. Big Office Hours fan. Um, I'm also a fellow Glendellian, so. A, f- a fellow what? Also a Glendell native. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's why the latency is so so small, so low. It's so, like you're right uh, here. I have an excellent documentary wreck I just watched the other night, actually. We've seen it's them all. Courtship. Are you familiar? Courtship? Courtship. <laughs> what? Courtship? Is that your like Dane Cook joke? To court a, uh, a lover. A, oh, uh, courtship. Courtship. Yeah, it's about a young woman, uh, I think, they are in Michigan somewhere, and she is in her 30s and saving herself for, you know, uh, her one true love. But their belief is you cannot even kiss until you're <clears throat> going to get married. Right. Is this, these I are religious re- people? Yes. Yes. And where can we find this documentary? Is it A Courtship? Is that what it is? What's it called? Is it called A Courtship? A Courtship, okay. yeah. It's on Amazon. But it's really, it's really interesting because... She leaves her family home to move in with this other couple who she calls her spiritual parents. Wow. And it gets real weird. There's like uh, her spiritual father figure is quite a character. I think you guys would appreciate him. All right. We'll check it out. I did a a wedding for a a couple that never kissed before. They weren't allowed (laughs) to be in the same room together. They never even held hands. It's a choice. They never held hands together before. I, I also watched I tongue kissed my wife first night we met. <laughs> did you play red ass pussy at the I, wedding? I, I did. Yeah, I did. I Frenched my wife <laughs> first night, full French, and some more, by the way. Um, <laughs> shit, <laughs> and a lot more. Y'all um, first kiss. That's my question. Ooh. First kiss. Well, I rec- I was I was uh, pleasuring myself to my first kiss the other night. <laughs> Memories, she was asking now, though. fantasizing of it. I do remember it was some girl, and uh, I remember it was a big, big decision. We were going to meet and kiss, and this was in college. But no, <laughs> no, was, I think I was a in freshman in high school, or in eighth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Yeah, it was fifth grade, whatever. And this broad had braces. It was a big weird scene, kissing, uh, French kissing her. <laughs> Well, this woman, Tim, your your tongue doesn't go near the Uh, braces part, uh, typically, right? uh, (laughs) Show's getting very uh, personal. What's that? Al, who was your first kiss? Oh, my first kiss was Tuesday Weld. She was in the show The uh, Many Loves of Dobie Gillis, and uh, you can see that probably somewhere. That's a good one. Al, Al, do you have any experiences or people or relationships or anything in your life that's not showbiz related, or is it entirely wrapped up in the business? Oh, showbiz, baby. Welcome to the club. You're in Hollywood now, big boy. All right, listen. We're way off course. We do need to get to the city of the day, because it is one of the most popular segments of the show. Thank you so much for calling. The city of the day. The city of the day is 
Anyone want to guess? Anyone want to wager a guess in the chat? Any chatters want to say what the city of the day is? Is anyone... Woonsocky, have... Rhode Island. Huh? Woonsocky, Rhode Island. No, it I is... I got arrested on a gun charge Sheboygan? There. Fort Myers, Florida. Fort Myers, Florida. Don't know much about Fort Myers, Florida. Never been. By the way, City of the Day is sponsored. We have an interesting sponsor today. City of the Day is sponsored by the Toilet Kiln for Influencers. Are you a TikTok, YouTube, or Clubhouse influencer looking to make a big, stinky pile of money? Well, thanks to the Toilet Kiln, it's never been easier to turn shit into gold. The Toilet Kiln allows you to sell extremely personal merchandise directly to your fans with virtually no effort at all, unless you're constipated. Just pop a squat, lay down a coiler in the commode, then lock the seal and flip the switch. And voila, the Toilet Kiln sanitizes and bakes your loaf into a unique piece of memorabilia your fans will cherish forever. Let people purchase a piece of you by visiting the Toilet Kiln dot poo and in no time you'll transform the bowl of brown into a pile of green that's why we get no respect on this show that's potty humor damn it use offer code paydirt and get free sample uh free samples of our patented multicolor non-toxic tie-dye tablets that will make your merchandise even more vibrant warning do not urinate into the toilet kiln it will liquefy your genitals do not want that I don't know, guys. Not a lot of smiles in the uh, Zoom room tonight. Yeah, like By the way, if you stick around into the, a- into the after hours today, I believe we're going to be reviewing some uh, some discarded commercials. Correct, Matt? <clears throat> Yeah. Some, uh, the, some, uh, what do you call some, it? Is that today? The, sh- the, the chopping block? The, 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 the chopping, chopping block. block. These are, so. we all pitch uh, commercial ideas, and some do not even rise to that level. Where, where it gets used. There's lots of ideas that get discarded on the show. We're going to pick a pick a couple in the after hours and debate whether they deserve to be on the chopping block. Wow. Controversy creates conversation, ladies and gentlemen. Um, there's some good ones that I got. There's some... Doug is going to be very defensive, so, <laughs> so join us for after hours where Doug will defend his honor and his yeah, brain, his creativity. Um, I do want to address something very quickly because people have been asking me all day yesterday about what's happening with Andrew Callaghan, Callaghan and uh, no, uh, all gas, no brakes. I have nothing to do with that situation in terms of we are doing something with him and it's very exciting that I can't talk about. But as far as the split that is going on with all gas and him, it appears to be some kind of... Uh, issue with him and the all doing things media who sort of is the company that started uh, that so I don't people are asking me I don't really have a lot of answers for you and it does it certainly has nothing to do with the business that Eric and I are doing with him and I guess with I don't know I'm just saying leave me out of it I'm nothing about it it's nothing I'm in control of so that's all I have on that does that clear things up Matt Crystal, sure. right? Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, Put your hand down in the Zoom if that was your. Yeah, question. I don't want to. I knew people were going to ask me about it, so I just don't want to get into it. I don't. I don't. First of all, I, I, bur- I got burned last week when I so-called ratted out Jay Johnston on to the FBI. Oh, you're because I was some. Right. I was a snitch and I was a rat. Just <laughs> because somebody asked yeah. and I said it is him. It was confirmed. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> What do you like want me to like, say? Like they wouldn't have found him without you. You know, like These people are the guys worst, on TV. Man. You know. Is he? What's up? What's I don't the know the latest. I don't have anything to do with I it. Know. I'm out of it. 
Tim's pulling the strings behind the scenes. I'm for the pull, FBI. I have so much. Everyone, Deep people, they have so much him. control over the everything that goes on. Like I'm John Podesta or something, <laughs> the, pu- the puppet master in the uh, comedy world. Code in your emails and everything. <laughs> I really have no clue. I'm just a helpless guy. It's a, trying it's to a raise letdown. a daughter and so, a son. I mean, that guy has made me laugh so hard through the Jay? years. Yeah, yeah. It, the whole thing is. The more that's going to come out, you'll find it's the whole thing's quite sad. Really. Um, you know who's a rat was uh, Johnny Depp's character, <laughs> Donnie Brasco. Uh-huh, yeah. He was a real rat. That, <clears throat> that's true, yeah. I hate rats. That was a true story, too, right? Very true. What about... Uh, oh, jeez. Is that the phone? Oh, What about your, uh, your brother in Godfather 2, Fredo? Oh, was, would you Fredo. consider him a rat or just a traitor? He was a son of a bitch, you know? <laughs> John Cazale, great actor, though. Oh, yeah, the great, the greatest. Died way before his time. Um, let me show you something. This is exciting. Anybody paying attention to our the musical side here? We have Slaps, Bops, and Bangers was re- just received a plaque. <laughs> Hoo-ah! <laughs> Hoo-ah! What did we do? Did, did, Tim, did we go platinum or what? Well, this is what it says. This came from the company that made the, <laughs> the cassette. It says, Office Hours Live presents Slaps, Bops, and Bangers, December 18th, 2020, the ultimate music compilation. No indication of any kind of numbers on there. This is not pounding. This is not what you'd consider like a gold record. Just, they just do this. They make you a little plaque if you, you order plaque them. Them. <laughs> yeah. Over one hundred ordered. Is that what you're over one hundred ordered <laughs> by us? Manufactured. Yeah, right. But you can you can buy them uh, currently <clears throat> at where at officialofficehours.com. Well, they're Bandcamp, sold out. Right? Oh, they're, they're sold coming out. back oh, yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah. We do, we're doing another run. We'll, get well maybe we can amend this to say officially sold out. <laughs> It's a waste uh, of a tape, though, on the plaque there. You could have listened to it. Two you know? tapes. All right, let's take another Zoomer. Or, Matt, would you like... It is the bottom of the hour, which means we're going to go to the Hothead Hotline. See if what's right, going on there. Take. This will be the inaugural turn to the Hothead Hotline. Okay. Somebody's got to call in. Anyone calling? Uh, it could be a big bust. Might be. We've got some voicemails. Oh, is it ringing? Is this is going to be... You want to listen to a voicemail? Well, bear with us. Is there someone calling in? You can't tell. Uh, it would be ringing. Hello? You know Where am I? <laughs> oh. Sorry. Oh, it's just sending them straight wow. to voicemail. Okay, well, it's a big bust. <laughs> there was there were hours and hours spent preparing this. Right in Let's the take a Zoomer as we try to solve that. Oh, you just told me I can't go from Hothead I can get to Zoomer. I can get back. All right. Well, this is like a call because he doesn't have his, or they don't have the camera. <laughs> it's not the radio. Is this a bit? What is this? It's not the radio. It's on? not the radio. Are you there? Uh. Oh, there we go. Hello. Hello. What are you five? <laughs> uh, actually, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a caveman. I live in a cave, but that's it doesn't matter what right now. Uh, what? Tell me about it. But that's a, that uh, does matter. You are well, actually a caveman. <clears throat> yeah, I, I live inside of a cave. Right. It's, it's not. It's not great, but you know, it's a living. What the hell is going on? Wait a here? minute now. Should we we finally up? get a good call, yeah, and we're getting interrupted what's going here. On there? Oh my god. Well, okay. It, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Tim and Eric Awesome Show. Great job. Thanks, and buddy. Tom goes to the mayor. Hell yeah! What's your real name, or what's your name name? My, I don't know. 
Jeez. I hear that, bro. Where I are you calling from? What? Ca- where is your cave located? I'm not sure. I really don't know. <laughs> I was just like, I was born and I was in a cave and right. that was it. I think this might be my son. <laughs> so, uh, are, have you uh, have you been listening to Office Hours for a long time, or is this uh, are you a new new listener? Uh, I'm a new listener. Uh, once I found out, I was very excited because it was it's actually really cool. So it yeah. is cool, actually. So you're right in a way. Uh, are you familiar with Al Pacino? Do you know who Al Pacino is? No. What's wrong with you? No. <laughs> oh, you're getting out mad. Have you ever seen The Godfather? Yes. He plays Michael Corleone, the main, the God, the, 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 the eventually, the, sort of the son of the Don. Holy shit. <laughs> What's your language around this kid? I'm the reason movies exist, pal. What about Dog Day Afternoon, kid? Uh, what? Dog Day Afternoon. <laughs> never, never heard of it. I'll tell you what, if you want to start with my movies, start with author, author, and then go for it and justice for all, all right? Okay. Son, um, what else is going on? Um, I don't, honestly, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I hear that. But I've, I've been watching, I, I watch a lot of Adult Swim, and that's pretty much it. All Sit right. on the do, couch. Do you go to caveman school? No. I don't have an... I smash rocks together, and that's how I learn. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you learn? What do you learn from smashing rocks together? How to how to avoid hitting your thumbs? Yeah. Or, you know. Do you have a cave mom or a cave dad? <laughs> no. I, I'm the only one who... I'm the only caveman who lived out the ice age. Wow. Sucked. What do you eat in the cave? It sucked. Yeah, oh, the ice I, age eat, sucked. I eat berries. I eat <laughs> berries. I, I order food. I order pizzas okay. every once in a while. Okay. All right. You know, I recognize this like voice. Office hours, but the bings and the bombs. Wow, the bings and bombs yeah, are what back. That? <laughs> well, that was listen, a caveman. Well, I'm going to call you. You're, you're officially. Uh, caveman you're, kid. You're, you know, he's cave boy. Cave boy. <laughs> cave boy. Great first call. Thank you for calling in. Go stupid. Hello? Hello. Yes, Cave Boy, uh, call in next week, okay? Holy shit. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> so loud. I know, what was that? Is that, that? that so loud? I don't know. That's Matt's job. No, it wasn't. See ya. See ya, dude. Someone, maybe Cave Boy's doing Cave Boy, Boy's got his own everyone drop loves Cave Boy. Let's that was for Cave Boy. great big, call for, from Cave Boy. Big first call, came in strong. Man, I recognize that voice. That's actually my agent, John Campisi from CAA. <laughs> okay, really? Your agent sounds like a t- nine-year-old yeah, He's boy. young, he's young. <laughs> Um, do we want to try a hotline, Matt, now that the phone's ringing off the hook? Yeah, let me... Give me one sec. Sorry. Wow. Listen, I don't know if this is sh- this show's any good. I know last week's show was a fucking all-timer. So what do I give a shit about? Hey, fucking shit. Hey, yo, uh... Ow, you want to come over? I got... Uh, you know, uh... A guy Fieri cooking for everybody. That's right. <laughs> well, he's a bad sketch between Al Pacino and Sliced Alone. Hey, oh, Al, you know, we were <clears> going <throat> up against each other when I was doing Rocky and you were doing whatever you were doing. 
You told me that I should wear two scarves, and look at me now. Yeah, that's right. I was going to ask you about- Two scarves, baby. Al, you're wearing two scarves. That's what all the cool kids are doing these days, you know? Well, we could try oh, calling hello? them back. Let's see what happens that One, way. two. You're on. Hello? Hello? hello. Who's this? Wow. Oh. Yeah, I, I want to talk to Al. <laughs> yeah, you're speaking with him, pal. What do you want? Yeah, hey. Hey, buddy, this is the guy who set up the Zoom for you at the awards show. Oh, my God, this guy. Where'd you leave your tree? I'm sitting in front of you at the Zoom. You're falling asleep right in front of my face. Hang up on this asshole. I don't care. I don't want to hear about his shtick no more. I do not like this We're canceling the hothead hotline. Get him out of here. We're canceling it. I want to talk to Brandon Tinkleberg. Brandon? Tinkleberg. We got another hothead. Hello. Oh, okay. No. Brandon, you're on with a hothead. What's up? We're taking Long a hothead. First time caller. Uh, I really like the hothead. Yeah, keep flushing him. Keep flushing him. Hello? Right? Hello, who's this? Hi, this is uh, Terry. I wanted to answer your question about if you've seen any good movies lately. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I have not. There you go. <laughs> I think we're all feeling well, that way. A long time ago, I did, though. A long time ago, I saw some pretty sure. okay ones, but it's Fantastic been a while. Well, name one. <clears throat> hmm? He, uh, Al asked you to name one, but I'm not as interested oh, as I he don't, is. I don't pay attention. To, I don't like to label things like that. Fair enough. They're all, we'll see tonight. They're all good for the most part, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm you not know an what? expert. you got to lower your expectations with these movies. Although, I have to say, I felt like... The Coming to America movie, it felt like they, there was a fundamental lack of under, like they had forgotten how to make movies or something. Did you see I the was first thinking one? the exact same thing. I, was like, I love the original, but I didn't see that. Yeah, what's that, Matt? Producer I was Matt? thinking, like, did they, did they just forget how to make movies because yeah. they also were using multiple flashbacks? The, right. Well, the, oh, they were cut to the the original. Yeah. Well, what was interesting about showing the flat. There's a period in the movie where they really spent a long time actually. Uh, flashing back to to understand what's going on and it's it comes at this point in the movie about halfway through where it f- forces you to remember that the first movie is actually pretty good you see these scenes i sound like tim pool there for a second when he's like i just said something's gonna blow your mind no but it, it it's like oh that's a well-constructed well-executed movie that coming to america this new one is just a mess and it feels it has that feeling of like my the movies my kids watch which are just like nonstop sound and uh, th- just throw everything at the goddamn wall. Of course, you. until you get to the barbershop scene, which is always going to be good and it made me laugh out loud. And I said, is there going to be another one of these scenes? Because if not, I'm out. Because otherwise the movie's shit. But I liked that penis chopping scene too. That made me laugh. Penis chopping scene? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's like... <laughs> do you want me to me do laugh. the penis thing? <laughs> <laughs> Cut to tape. Um, all right, are we flushing the uh, hothead hotline for now? We'll come back to it later. Yeah. I'm enjoying the hothead hotline. Oh, you Let's one? take one more. No one asked, but I can't. Sorry, I just hung up on this. I, just, like I, I, I want to say you. something to the Zoomers. Mm-hmm. I'm not abandoning you. I don't want to. I don't want you to feel like, oh fuck it, man. I just might as well bail on Zoom. We're gonna get to you like we try to do every week. We're gonna get to every Zoomer like we do every week. Hothead, are you on? Eight five zero. Hello, 850. Yes, it's me. Yes. Hello? Yes. Hey, this is uh, Hothead Fred calling from Florida. 
Uh-oh, Hothead Fred's back. What's up, buddy? Well, I wanted to call. I wanted to call to discuss uh, Jack and Jill, my buddy Al Pacino. Oh, that's right. But Great movie. When I saw Al, it became clear to me that it was not Al Pacino. What? It's clearly Tom Petty. So I wanted to request a song. Uh, free falling, please. Can you do free falling? Uh, you're saying that our Al Pacino impersonator looks like Tom Petty? How dare you? Uh, what are you, a real I'm comedian over Petty. here? I don't, I don't think it looks like him. That clearly is Tom Petty. Tom Petty's dead, friend. I don't know. I'm alive, Hothead baby. Fred? Why don't you go drown yourself in the Gulf of Mexico? Go get eaten by All a right, shark. Free, uh, free, free falling, please. American girl, at the very least. Thank you, guys. Get him out of here. Oh, Flush him, man. Son of a bitch. Oh, son of a bitch. Fuck off. You dumb bastard. Dumb, dumb bastard. You should write for Cracked Magazine. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, you want another one? We got another one coming. One more, and then we got to move on to our Zoomers oh, and to our special guests and everybody else. I forgive you. 931, you're on the line. We know I'm low. Hello. 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 <laughs> Yellow. Nine three one. That's how many pages No Man's Land script was. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What, How's what? it going, big guy? Yeah. Hey, what's up, bro? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, uh, my name is Tony Iota. Okay. Oh boy. Hello, babe. What can I do for you today? Well, you got some. You got some shit to stir. Basically, I just want to throw something at you. Hey, you remember the movie uh, Eight Legged Freaks? I remember that. Yeah. Great movie. So, so basically what I want to throw at you is a sequel called uh, 40 Toad Anomalies. 40 Toad what? Anomaly? Get him out of here! Flush this hothead! <laughs> I gotta say that the uh, the, hot, the hothead hotline is drawing drawing out the dims. We're like, oh, phone number! I'll call that number with my phone! I know how to dial numbers. They just want to try out their bad bits. Caroline in the Zoom. What the hell's going on? Hello. Oh, wait, sorry. Well, go ahead. Let's go to Caroline. Sorry, I dropped somebody else. But Mr. Bald with the glasses on. Hi. Mr. Bald. Mr. Bald. Say what you see. <laughs> I, it right, would be great right. if I had some the names on, on my screen, right. but I don't. Mr. Bald. Oh, wait, <laughs> I love Mr. You know, it's so funny. Before the show, Matt says, listen, the only thing, I, the only thing that's going to be tricky is going from Zoom to Hothead Hotline. You know, that's going to take a little. I'm like... Oh no problem, buddy. I'll I'll be fine with that. I, I'm a pro. Those and now are it's gonna just right away. I'm just like, ah, let's go back to Zoom now. Yeah. Brandon, you're on. Next question. Hey, um, I have a movie. Uh, I watched this documentary recently called Honeyland. Honeyland, I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good, and uh, it was like filmed in northern Macedonia with these like um, indigenous like beekeepers. And uh, the filmmakers couldn't the speak beavers? the language. And they were thinking of, uh, like, having the film being completely untitled, like, no subtitles whatsoever. Uh -huh. um, it's, like, really, yeah, just a really emotional roller coaster. Let me ask you a question. Does anybody at work or school ever call you Mr. Bald? <laughs> I'm a recent bald man. Oh, pardon me. Uh, and I'm, well, yeah. What happened? Were yeah. you, was it full? I just got tired of, of hair, really, like... Well, let's uh, lean down. Let me see what's going on the top of that dome. So, okay, I could see that. I could see you. Uh, I mean, it's receding for sure. Yeah, for I mean, sure. you know Phil Braun, but yeah, but you know, there's a lot of hot bald men nowadays. I agree. Look at 
I was pleasuring myself to um, Jeff Bezos the other night. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yul Brenner. <laughs> Yul Brenner. Uh, yeah. So I, I Tell you yeah, but I thought I could pull up pull off the bald look because I was just tired of doing my hair and shit. Yeah, you look smart and cool. Hey, thanks, man. What do you do yeah, for you a do living? Um, I'm a I'm a PhD student. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. yeah. Are you in a bird yeah. sanctuary or? What's your What's your thesis going to be? What's your big? Uh... It's on animal cognition, actually. So it's funny that um, Doug mentioned birds. Yeah. Are, are those your birds and your sound, or is that some other birds? I think that's... Is that your birds, Vic? Now it's me. I'm mixing it in, but I did hear birds before. Before Weird that, I heard birds. birds living in his mouth. No. There's got, no birds now. It's a real bird brain. Okay. Yeah. Wait, listen. Shh, shh, shh. Animal listen. cognition. See? Yes. Yeah, so, like... Show us those um, birds. So, like... Burying you know, the leaves. Um, um, I want to come here and make bird noises. Yeah, so, like, for instance, with birds, there's, um, you know, there's been like really interesting ways in which bird songs are like culturally learned. So oh. like, you know, different birds in different regions will pick up and like, you know, uh, change their tune based on whose bird, you know, which bird songs are around. Hmm. Um, and yeah, so there's I'd be like, like Michael Barbero. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's like, you talk like, trends go. and like, you know, there's like weird things where like, you know, even even examples of like maybe fashion, you know, so like some there's like groups of chimpanzees that really enjoy putting grass in their left ear <sighs> for like no apparent reason. <sighs> They'll just they just all like one guy started doing it and mm. they just all started doing it. Mm. Do you ever work with crickets? Mm. Um, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Sorry, I'm talking about so much masturbating today, but it's always funny to think about. Uh, Michael Barbero like whacking it while he's talking to these people like uh huh yes <laughs> birds um, birds and Brandon at what point did you decide that you want to study birds and their cognition and their cultural significance <laughs> well answer uh, him. What? what's the finish. question when did you uh, get into birds finish finish the story uh, <laughs> <laughs> God, Wally. I'm sorry. Uh, Wally. Wally. No, that's Wally. actually interesting. And I've been telling the guys, mm. let's get some PhD candidates on. Let's get some smarties, not these indie rocker mopey dopes. They never write me back. I try. I know. Let's get some scientists, some people that know about the world. Let's <clears throat> learn. Let's educate ourselves. Let's become more enlightened. So what does that say? What does this tell us, these birds that never know everything, so, that, that suddenly learn how to sing? What does it tell us well, about who we are? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because, you know, we usually think that, like, what makes us unique as humans is our capacity for culture. So, like, you know, for instance, we're the only animals on Earth that have, like, literature and movies and art. Um, but, you know, if we think of culture in a way, and maybe in, in a way that, like, allows for more diversity and kind of, like, look for, like, signs of commonalities across the animal kingdom, maybe we can understanding a little bit more about ourselves as well as understanding getting a deeper understanding on other animals so like for instance when we uh like when we put animals in zoos you know and we we we, we like we i think that a lot of our motivations are good because we we are you know wanting to conserve you know endangered species and the like and educate ourselves about these animals yeah exactly but you know i mean if you have if 
if you like rip the human out out of their culture you know and like you know put them on display then you're kind of like it would it would seem like you're ripping a, a huge part of what makes us human and so if other animals like are connected to like you know inherited knowledge the way that we are then we need maybe need to reassess the does that make you uh, are you a vegan no <laughs> Doug, you got words for this mope? Uh, well, I'm going to say this is one of the best Zoom callers we've ever had. I agree. Oh, shit. Uh, Dude, that's first time or two. Mr. Bald. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Bald followed by uh, who came after Cave Boy, <laughs> which is yeah. a hard act to follow. So congratulations and to you, Tim, Brandon. Uh, I, I'm going to start putting grass in my ear. Yeah. And I'm going to start that trend Both in the ears. human. Well, you have to yeah. at this point. I you put know? the fake stuff in my Tim, ear. Tim, let's start wearing grass in our ear. <laughs> Um, okay, we've got our special guests. Uh, Brandon, you are a special guest. Caveboy is definitely a special guest, but we have our confirmed special guests with us. And this is exciting. Let's bring them in the room here. Not only do we have Andrew Bird, but we have Jimbo Mathis with us today. And let's see if they can say, can you say hi, boys? Hello. 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 Hey. Jimbo here. Jimbo. Hey, it's Andrew. And Andrew Bird. Andrew uh-huh. Bird with the menacing angle. He's going to like <laughs> Andrew. Am I a am, am I a Thanksgiving dinner that you're about to eat? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> Do I look like I'm about to uh, pounce? It looks like you're about to strangle me. Oh. <laughs> well. Can you let's I'm not having. This yeah, is, come in, you, give me a big slap in the face. That's good. Okay. Let's see how Jimbo looks. Jimbo? Jimbo? Yes, I'm here. Can you uh, speak? Why can't Hello, I only I'm see? I'm here. I should be here. Oh, there you are. See, now that look, you look fine. You look. Am I okay? Not guilty. What is that? Uh, is that a George Harrison reference you got in your head there? No, it's uh, it's from New Orleans on Carrollton Street in New Orleans. Is that where you are right now? Uh, no, I'm in Mississippi, but it's a souvenir from Carrollton Street. I love it. It's a big hat. It's a big hat. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, All Mr. Right. Bird and Mr. Pacino have similar scarf uh, oh, styles. Oh, does he have a on. scarf on? Yeah. Where'd you get your scarf, pal? <clears throat> Andrew, are you wearing a scarf? I am wearing a scarf, yeah. Look, I see it. See, you look good. And you got the pro mic? Did it, what, I've what got did the it, pro mic. It's in the frame. Yeah, let me get that out of the frame. Um, listen, I don't know what you know about this show, but I know you know who I am, so you know it's going to be a little stupid and silly. You know, I just I get nervous around the serious musicians because you guys, you know, we should be treating you seriously and with great respect. But it's uh, hard for me to do. I'll consider you a serious musician. Too. Oh, thank you very much. That's oh, what I was. I agree. For. Yeah, and uh, and uh, yeah, didn't we do a gig together in L.A. one time? Did we Wait. at that art gallery? No, that uh, uh, that was us. Beggars, beggars group. Didn't he do? Oh, he on that gig. Oh, oh, with yeah. uh, what's his name? Who put out the book? Uh, Ru- Ruben's Ruben's photography book. Yeah, oh, yeah, and you played at that too, Jimbo. Yeah, that yes. was. That sucked for me, you by the sl- way. No, no, no! You slayed it, dude. I no. was laughing my ass off on your on your song. I'm pissing the summer. I mean, that just that that united the room. Well, I think it, the problem with it was it was a very cool house with very nice. cool people wherever you looked. It was a house party, mm. 
And Ruben uh, was putting this art book out and he asked me to come and play some songs. And I just thought like, do you want somebody to come and play music at this thing? Because it's like, it's a party and everybody wants to just, back in the days when you could go out, people just want to like talk and drink and eat and they don't want to sit and listen to me. And that's what kind of happened. They had a nice little little semicircle of people listening to me, but it was, you know, it was a party. So I just felt like I should just, why should I, I, you don't want me. What did Jimbo, did you feel that way? Or you don't care? Dude, I was having the time of my life listening to your songs. And <laughs> I had no I just idea. put two and two together because you're the guy that Bird and I played the show with that oh, you, day. This just came and it just came to me too. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, and I freaking loved it, man. Oh, geez. I wasn't expecting this at all. <laughs> what a treat. Um, the reason you guys are on the show, just so people understand, is you just you guys just put out a album together called thir- what is it called 13 songs? No. These 13. Just 13. These 13. These 13. These, these 13, yeah. Who wants to tell me therefore my audience about this record because it's a very I loved it. I listened to it last night and it's it's currently now listenable anywhere you listen to music and it's a beautiful little record. Thank you. Andrew? Thank you. What Who did wants you, to what speak you on behalf of the record? Um I could start. Um, what's what do you want to know, Tim? Well, it's the two of you, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the idea. I mean, I've always wanted to make a record with just me and Jimbo, nobody else, just fiddle and guitar. And uh, for about the last twenty some years uh, since I've known Jimbo, so finally got around to it and. Uh, and we, we wrote all these songs together. That that was what was a little more unexpected is how much uh, we collaborated on the songwriting. And uh, I just think Jimbo's got something, you know, in his musicianship that's uh, that's lost in the whole musical vernacular. It's it's there's little phrasing things he does and and uh, idiosyncrasies that are uh, go back to pre-war. Right. Uh, country blues and early country that uh, I think is so, it's all kind of been ironed out since the advent of the recording industry. Yeah, the record, I mean, the, the record's folk, uh, you know, very sparse, but it's very folky with, and the songs, I don't are they original songs? They're original songs. Yeah, they're all original. Because they do sound of, an, of a totally different era. It sounds like you said, like kind of pre-war uh uh, app is uh, what, what would you what would you call it? I was I was going to say Appalachians in some ways, but is that, it has um, that influence. Yeah, and Delta Blues, the deep Mississippi Delta Blues. I'm speaking to you from Mississippi right now. So you're the real deal. You're not one of these interlopers, uh, one of these well, uh, carpetbaggers. Yeah, I mean, a- a- Andrew, yeah, <laughs> correct. <laughs> <laughs> but Andrew and I have always been such kindred spirits, even though he's from. The, Illinois, I'm from Mississippi. We just, there's a connection there, you know, and, and it, it can't be replicated. Uh, How do you, you guys know each other in an interest? You guys were, were you guys both in the Squirrel Nut Zippers? Well, Jimbo yes. started the band. Uh, I joined uh, in like, I sort of didn't fully join, but I was, I played on some records and did some tours. And, were you, uh, 
were you a, were yeah. you a part of the big like at the the moment that that group kind of blew up yeah uh nice. like i was i was playing well timed festival Andrew. in in north carolina <laughs> yeah and uh i gave jimbo a cassette tape of me playing some hot jazz fiddle some gypsy jazz yeah he invited me to sit in with them in chicago and then uh two weeks later we were in new orleans at kingsway making hot which is we the got the plane book. ticket yeah that's right can you and explain? Then, uh, and then, and then I cut uh, thrills with Andrew. You know, his first bowl of fire record, and can also I... uh, oh, the grandeur. You know, it's a great record as well. Um, can I just yeah. dial in on the the squirrel nut zippers for one second? Can you can you process or explain the because it was like this mo- weird moment when suddenly you guys were huge, and did that? How did that happen? Were you? Did it come out of nowhere? Was it? Was it sort of like hard work? Were you surprised by it? And you know what I mean? Like how did that, you guys intersected with this weird time where that just all connected? Yeah, all of the above. It it was hard work. It was weird timing. uh, But a lot of just study uh, and a lot of roots on my side from growing up in the deep south, learning the ragtime, the blues. Yeah. And then I was wanting to educate myself, you know. I taught myself Latin you know, uh, in North Carolina so I could write songs better. Wow. How did that uh, help you write songs? I learned you know, the whole, uh, well, uh, because the meter, the rhythm, the roots of the English, English language is, uh, Latin and Germanic, you know, it's a romantic language. And so, I mean, I was a great lang, uh, Latin translator, you know, just as a hobby, you know, so I could learn how to write folk country blues you know, I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. It's amazing. Can you, uh, I don't want to put you on the spot, but we all love hearing a little Latin, right, Dick? Uh, Dick? Vic? <laughs> well, I'd have to get my own old Wheelock uh, grammar out. Um, what else? Uh, oh, oh uh, something for you, Andrew. Um, I was thinking last night what we could... Uh, <clears throat> There's so many things to talk about with you, but I also asked Vic, whose wife uh, is named Anne. I said, "Can we do something fun for the crowd?" And what what Anne did, she did something very sweet for everybody. Anne Andrew Bird, <laughs> Andrew Bird. <laughs> How do you like that? Very nice. Oh yeah, <laughs> Andrew, did that make you smile? It did, you know. My Aww. sister's name is Anne, so I got that a lot. We Andrew a picture, yeah. <laughs> oh, she's heard it before. Do you want me to get this to you so you can have it for your home? Uh, please. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we can overnight it or get a uh, a, a carrier pigeon to send it over. <laughs> Maybe um, we can send it up the Mississippi River. So, Andrew, are you like a big time actor now? What's going on with this uh, this Fargo? <coughs> Uh, that came out of nowhere. No, I had no uh, ambitions to be an actor. Um, <laughs> how did it, did it really come out of nowhere? Like, why did, how did you get into that? that? Um, no, Noah Hawley just saw me play a show in Austin and, and thought I was, I would make a good funeral director. I mean, I, I can that see it. You did a great job. Persona. Oh, thanks. Um, it was, yeah, it was a wild, uh, adventure the whole thing was it um, was it hard and were you did you feel like what am i doing uh yeah yeah i kept <laughs> i had so much time to prepare uh 
and to freak out about it. And I remember asking all my actor friends, like, what? I want some nuts and bolts, like, help with this. Oh, and I bet that went over well with those people. No, they're, they're just like, like oh, oh just don't. <laughs> You know, John, John C. Riley was just like, don't underestimate the power of editing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, and, um, everything I do is saved in that in that uh, in that world. I, I can't get one sentence through uh, without flubbing and screwing it. Did you did they make you audition or did they just said it. you're in? No, there's no audition. It was just uh, do you want it or not? And they had, to, you know, he had to talk me into it. Um <clears throat> And uh, it was it was kind of you know it it would be like horrifying and boring at the same time. You know? <laughs> did you uh, did the other actors look at you with the side eye like, come on, man, this is a fucking joke. You're you bringing this guy in after all the years I, I slaved. No, yeah. I assumed there would be that attitude, and maybe they did a good job of of hiding it because everyone was pretty <laughs> pretty supportive. But yeah. I assumed like, yeah, I felt like an imposter. For sure, but well, you played it you off know, nicely, and he and Noah's right. You have a great presence on camera. Thank you. No one ever sees a guy <laughs> acting, and they're like, you know, get him in my band. Let's put him on stage tonight. Just <laughs> lead guitarist. <laughs> Come on, you could try it. You could do it. That's that's what I thought when I first met Andrew. I mean, Jimbo should be the one on the big silver screen. I was he's the got talent. He's All got right. he's got a character. He's a character. He could play anybody. Well, that's what, that's what I thought when I first met Andrew. You know, I should. You know what? I'm going to write you something, Jimbo, and you can leave Andrew Bird in the dust. <laughs> <laughs> A Jimbo vehicle. Yeah, yeah. it's just going to be called Jimbo. <laughs> Mal Pacino's going to be in it too, as your mentor. That's right. Yeah. Oh, baby, let's work together on something. Call my agent. <laughs> no, he doesn't need to call your agent. That oh. just that won't do any good. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, I appreciate you guys uh, calling in, and also I appreciate your talents. And Andrew, thank you for having me on your show a couple years ago. That was a, an honor to do. Yeah, um, thank you. And what what are you gonna are you gonna get back out there? I mean, what are you gonna do? You gonna play some shows? You gonna get out there and get something on the books? What do you, what's your plan? I mean, we're going to do another live stream. Me and Jimbo, Jimbo's going to come out from Mississippi and, and we're going to do a, a live stream April 11th. Um, oh. But as far as live shows, you know, we're just. You You're know, not jumping back into that. Uh, no one, not very few people are. Right. I mean, it's, 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 we're just, it just keeps getting kicked down the road, but it'll, it'll happen. Have you um, enjoyed this time to be at home? More than I expected. I, I usually go through withdrawal from, you know, playing shows. Uh, you know, I get kind of depressed without uh, that yeah, thrill of performing. Yeah. Um, that's why I do I this show. I managed to, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. That was an amazing, because that was Jimbo and then it was Doug. Wow. <laughs> it was this weird feedback. Um I know, but, uh, but yeah, it's no, it's been, you know, I haven't missed it as much as I thought I would. Uh, you know, we have just been really busy though. I mean, the Fargo thing was happening even during the pandemic. Right. Um, and I've been just doing plowing through my catalog, playing old songs in the morning and, you know, after coffee, not instead of rock rock time, it's just, you know, morning when I'm 
at my best anyway. So. Do you ever find you have like hours to kill in the day that you don't know what to do? Or are you a guy that keeps it, keeps, keeps yourself busy? Um, as long as I'm physically able, I keep pretty busy. What about you, Jimbo? Uh, do you waste away the days? No, I, I definitely make the most out of the daylight. You know, I, I'm a, a self-starter, you know. so I, I find always, myself lying in bed a lot. If I'm not creating, I'm not being me. I mean, I lie in bed quite a bit, but I'm working. Sometimes I'll be writing or doing something, you know, you know, talk. But being in bed is, that's where Brian Wilson was. He, he got a lot of good stuff done in bed. I don't think there's any problem with, oh, yeah. you know, lie down. Agreed. Yes, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, I'll let you go. A real pleasure. Jimbo, I'm glad we figured out that we actually played together. That's awesome, and I appreciate your kind words. Andrew, I hope to see you uh, when things get back to normal. And As do I. It'll be wonderful to see uh, you. Yes. All the best to you two. Their album, Thanks, Tim. Their album is uh, out now. Type in Andrew Bird and it'll be right there. These 13. That's what it's called, right? These 13. How long does it take to create an album? Because Looking for Richard took me four years. Looking for Richard, what's that? That's a movie I made about uh, Richard III. <laughs> Shakespeare, baby, look it up. I don't need to look it up. It's a great movie. Well, movies and making records are very different experiences. I mean, you've got all different... You have something like the original Beatles album that took a ba- basically one day, and then you have cut four years later to Sgt. Pepper, you're talking three months. So oh, Remember what Lee Strasberg said, it all starts with the text. Once you have the text, you can take it any way you want, all right? Very good to know. Thank Al, you. Al, is that film on streaming? What do you mean, pal? Can I pull it up on my Roku, or do I have to download it off LimeWire? My God, where'd you get this guy from? Now, I just want to say one I thing, because... find the movie. You find it in the DVD store. <laughs> the DVD what, store. What store is that? Blockbuster. <laughs> Where's your card? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Al, if you're interested in lear- in getting, you know, you've been given a lot, a lot of great advice from mentors of yours, Lee Strasberg and whoever. Strasberg, but- <laughs> right, not Strasberg. Now, <laughs> if you're interested uh, yeah. in hearing more from Al Pacino, we have the Al Pacino right now at Patreon.com/slash/OfficeHoursLive. Second episode just went up, and he takes, we take voicemails from you, and Al uh, gives some life advice. Call in with your questions. So if anybody has any questions for Al, we could, uh, we could take ideas. it right now. Does anybody have a question for Al? Right, you have a Zoom? script idea for me? Yeah, we got Jimmy and BK. Jimmy in Brooklyn. Hey, I grew up in the What's Bronx. Up, Thank you, Tim. What's up, Jimmy? I got a question for Al. I also want to say happy birthday to Doug. I know that's banned. <sighs> so, no. Happy birthday, Doug. Let it end. And hi, Vic. Hi, everybody. Hey. What's your question? Al. Yeah. You got a comment on this royal family drama? What the mm. heck is going on over there? Oh, my God. The royal family, you know, I think about it sometimes. I'm, I'm good friends with uh, the queen. <laughs> I met her one time at a, at a shindig. Fr- You're good friends with the queen. <laughs> met her once? <laughs> I met her at a party at uh, a party. Marty Bregman's house. Okay. She was very, very nice. However, you got to have, look. The whole royal family rethink, rethink this whole thing. is a whole rigmarole, all right? It's an old antiquated system. It reminds me of 1943. I wasn't alive then, but the studio system is very much like the royal family. Okay, now you're getting somewhere. All right. 
<laughs> I got a follow-up question, by the way, too. Go ahead. Where am well, I? He says he met the queen at a party. What kind of party was that? That's what I'm saying. I think he went down a dead end there. It was I an orgy. No, I no. Wanted to, oh, there it is. Thank you, Al. I'm a big fan. You Love got it. Uh, I watched. Did you guys watch that interview? I did. I got roped in. I was bored by it. I well, got, I got. I wanted to ask you, Tim, about your thoughts on it because I'm kind of peeved about this Pierce Morgan stuff. I know I saw you tweeted about it last night. Pierce Morgan, that fucking cunt. Yeah, what hasn't been said? What I hasn't mean, been said about him? It, it, I, you know, it's funny on Twitter. It has like the stories on the sideline, and yesterday. It said, Piers Morgan finally breaks his silence on the... What, what silence? Yeah. When was he... It was, it was a like, day. A there was day a day of nothing. I don't know. Like, I, wa- I watched some of that stuff. I mean, listen, uh, there was fun... One th- funny thing about watching that Oprah interview is they had this one camera angle that just kept getting higher and higher. <laughs> and it was like, the camera guy's trying to get out of there. He's like, this is, this is uh, none of my business. I mean, more and more, I tend to lean on this is none of my business. Uh, what was interesting was because it was just airing live on CBS and we were just looking for something to watch. I ended up turning it on is you couldn't fast forward and you just had to sit there and watch network television. And if anyone's done that lately, that's a fucking psychedelic trip right there. <laughs> Watching what they're up to on those CBS at eight o'clock on a Sunday, the fucking, I mean, every commercial is a pharmaceutical uh, commercial. Everything is like, if your anus is bleeding, there's now a solution, you know? And it's like, and there was this one, it was like this woman going hot air ballooning. It was like, the, that was the premise of it. And it was some like, uh, you know, anal warts oh, yeah. treatment or something. I don't know what it was for, but there was, this, there was this woman and, and her family all like loading up into the hot air balloon. <laughs> and like, <laughs> you, you see how scary a hot air balloon is because these people get in the basket and that top of the basket's like up to their hip. And you're like, I'm never going on a hot air balloon. But then I guess subconsciously, like I tweeted about, I said, uh, I don't want to pull focus on the Oprah interview, but I'm currently in a hot air balloon adrift uh, above the Pacific Ocean, 30 miles. And I don't know how I'm going to get down. With anal warts. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I guess those commercials got into my head. But I mean... Listen, the the royal, the kings and queens, and the this is for children. That's all. Like, this is a children's mind idea of how to run a society these days, Al. That's I mean, right. You can't have kings and queens no more. Like, however, that's going to John Galantis from uh, England, Great you, guy. the merry old England, as we say. What is your What are your thoughts on the royal family? I mean, what do you guys? You guys got to start fucking making some moves over there with these royals. Like, it's enough, right, John? Sorry, got to unmute you here, John. Hey, me? Uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm sick of them, man. I mean, like, <laughs> it's an old racist institution, and um, I'm not the only person that thinks that. I think what Harry and Meghan have done is great. They've just left and they've outed it, and they've fuck left off. it very. Yeah, fuck off, mate. You know. <laughs> so, um, you know, what happened to his mother was really disgusting, and and the the me- oh, the problem here is the media, the the, the our tabloid press. <laughs> won't leave them alone. um, Well, the whole thing, and and Oprah said it, and I said it before Oprah said it, by the way, to my wife, and she said, whoa, I didn't know you thought that smart. (laughs) I didn't know you're that smart. (laughs) Said it's a symbiotic relationship, symbiotic relationship, Al. 
They feed That's off right. each other. I mean, you don't have the, the tabloid press there without the Royals, and you kind of don't have the Royals without the tabloid press because they, if they just got ignored, people would start wondering what the hell their, their use is. I mean, it, it, there's got to the, – the, you guys over there, you got to like figure out a way to transition out of that somehow I, I without there you. being blood in the streets, right? Yeah. Sterilize the Royals. Sidney Lumet yeah. and I had a symbiotic relationship. <laughs> Sidney Lumet. That's right. When he was doing Equus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, we, there's lots of different symbiotic relationships we could all talk about. I but, believe that. Yeah. I mean, maybe this Prince William character has got to say, all right, well, this will be the end of it. When my dad dies, I'm going to say I'm going to work at the bank. <laughs> he doesn't speak like that. <laughs> One must wonder if we shall continue on with this. I say, let's give it all to the poor. How about that? Do you like that? Do you fancy that, Mama? That's a very good British But, act. of course, they're all trapped because what are they going to do? They can't just go, like, you know, they'd get, uh, they'd get eaten by the badgers out there if they were just let loose. We find they got Scotland. Just hang around in Scotland for a bit. Give them, give them enough to, like, last... Right, sterilize them. Sterilize them. <laughs> Cut the balls yeah, off. They all, they all live to their... I know. Like, their, their hundreds as well. So <laughs> in the genes, it's really good. I do think... Um, I mean, let's be controversial. Let's talk about sterilizing the royal family. Like, you can either... It could be a choice. You could either um, leave, leave... Like Harry and Meghan leave and yeah. say, I'm on my own. Luckily, my mom left me $20 million, so... And I'm already famous because of who I am. Um, you can leave and we'll give you some starter money so you can make deals with Spotify. And or we will be sterilizing you so that th this ends I'd be like this. You do this line reading. If you were Al Pacino, you're saying this ends now. This ends here. This ends now. We're over it. The royal family is done. I'm cutting my own balls off. What if there's a movie? It's called like uh, uh, we'll fi we'll figure out the title. But yeah. here's the premise: Al Pacino is is uh, been hired. He's like a lawyer. He's been hired to dissolve the royal family, and he's an American. He's he's like a schlubby, like a Columbo type. He's coming over, and he's been hired by the government to d to dismantle it. Hamlet Some has got nothing on me. <laughs> he's like the head of some uh, independent review board who. As, uh, and he's come to the conclusion, the whole thing is, the whole th I'll give you the line you do it. The whole, the whole system is corrupt. The whole system is corrupt. <laughs> what do you got? Yeah, you got to sterilize. You got to sterilize. Or disassociate, or, or you got to socialize or sterilize. He's got to be because like <laughs> rhymes and stuff. You got to realize something. This is a mockery of the court. <laughs> okay. Wigs and Tories. I like that. Get him out of here. He's got the trench coat on the briefcase, and he's been, he's looking through all the old English law, you know. Oh, oh it says here that the, the entire concept of the monarchy is, is a, uh, is a farce. It's a fraud. It's a farce. It's a fraud. It is a fraud and a farce. And that's all I got to say about that. Out of order. You're out of order. All right. Montage. John, do you think that movie would play well in uh, Merry Old England? 
Yeah, he's muted again. Where are you, John? I don't, I don't think it would work a bit. Where am I in England? I'm in Hampshire. Oh, an aristocrat. <laughs> I'm going to start calling it Merry Old England now. <laughs> right, I can't believe what's fucking happening. Jonathan Price played a great Hamlet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Mark Rylance, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, John, anything you got for me today? What do you got for me? Um, I did actually have a question for you, Tim. We were watching the a Valentine's special a while ago. Uh-huh. And my girlfriend, Emma, said to me, after admiring you for some time, she said, he's got such great skin. Thank you. What does he put on his skin? So what do you, do you have a... Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome. <laughs> nice. I spread it all over, oh, uh, under, my, under my lips, and my gums, under my eyes. Okay. No, I I don't know what to tell you, pal. I don't do anything to. I wash my face with soap once a week. Oh, right. I don't know. I just ran out of my Kiehl's body mat. We got to order some of that. Um, You're a lucky man, Tim. <laughs> I had my Kiehl's. No, I I don't do anything to my face. I'm, I'm blessed with uh, my. You know, you've seen my parents. They both look quite young. I got royal yeah. blood. <laughs> Live to hundred. All right. No, I haven't got anything for you, I'm afraid, man. No, you day. did. You had lots. Okay. Uh, who else do we have today to speak to? Chris, Crit, Crit Talks just gave me the prayer sign saying, please, please. Uh, yeah, you, Crit you Talks. Crit. Uh, Kritulski, sir. Kritulski. Yes, sir. No, you don't have to call me sir. Call me Mr. Heidecker. Call me sir. Oh, thank you, Mr. Heidecker. Thank you for letting me in. How are you today? We should have a thing in our country where if you've won an Oscar, you're you're a sir. You're a Sir Al Pacino. That's a great idea. Oscar. How can I help you today? Um, latest movie I watched was Duck Soup. Don't know if that's still on the table, but just throwing that out there. Not a very recent film, but I saw Duck Duck Soup in a movie theater in Philadelphia when I was in college. <clears throat> Closest I had to a uh, gay experience well maybe not the. Cl- i mean i've had a lot of kind of gay experiences i guess what does that mean well i i went there with a guy and it was like i just felt like there was like a feeling of like this is like i don't really know this like there's a friend i just kind of met and it was just was weird like like little feeling of like we're in a movie theater together it's kind of there's like a little hint of a little spark were between you expecting us. the the bro seat between you two perhaps perhaps Okay. You mind if I Nothing came of it. It was just a fleeting cool. moment of uh, pheromones between us. It's, it's just what could have been at this point. You never know. Yeah. Never know what could happen. But Nice. I was wondering if Al Pacino would ever consider, you know, portraying Caveboy's story, possibly in the future, if we find Cave out Boy more. Caveboy's story? Lore. What's the story? There's no story. Was There's the no kid. story there, pal. The kid knew nothing. Sidney <laughs> Lumet would look at that bio and throw it out the window. Smash yeah. a rock on my head. <laughs> End. <laughs> the end. That's how that movie plays out. You ever out. see that movie Caveman with uh, Ringo Starr? Great movie. <laughs> you love movies. I love them. Great movie. I love. I'm a real cinemaphile. <laughs> you ever see uh, Akira Kurosawa's uh, Rashomon? Whoa. <laughs> I no, I haven't actually. <laughs> Have you ever seen Super Fast? It's playing on YouTube. Where do I get that? Now, YouTube. Do I get it at the DVD store? It's YouTube with ads. Al, you were uh, telling me before the show began, That's and right. I could not find anything on this on your IMDb. But you're saying you're in the original Star Wars. I was gonna. I played. I played a little Jawa. 
And but uh-huh. they come my scene. I, I couldn't. Uh, what are those Jawas? The little in the robes with the black. They got the little voices and the little. You were one of those guys. I was one of those guys. Those are the guys in the sand, <laughs> that big sand. Uh, That's tank right. Thing. What were you on your knees during that? Like what? How did you manage to get so small? Look, I'm really not that tall. All right, <laughs> you are. You are not very. T- are you taller than Tom Cruise? I'm a bit on the short side. Tom, I don't know. That's a great question. You ever do a movie with Tom Cruise? I don't, I do not think so. <laughs> Have I? I don't think I'll tell you what let's look it up on IMDB (laughs) okay and we'll find out the answer how about Catherine St. Paul oh I've worked with her before (laughs) she's a great actress I worked with her and Anne Wedgworth on a movie Scarecrow what the hell is Scarecrow about anyway oh that's a movie hello Wizard of Oz thing no 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 that's a movie Gene Hackman and I we played uh, we go to prison Hmm. And Michael DeBar uh, takes a wine bottle and does some really unnameable things. Okay. Catherine. Oh, hell no. How can I help you today? Thank you, Chris Um, Kratalski, for your question or for your comment. What's going on, Catherine? Just hanging out. Um, Wanted to share a movie recommendation with y'all. Very good. I think maybe um, Doug might be interested in this one. I was watching a... Was it X-rated? No, unfortunately. (laughs) What is it? Skateboard movie? I watched this this documentary on mushrooms the other day. Oh, yeah. Fabulous fungi? No, no. I just... It was such an incredible experience. I I don't think I'll ever watch a documentary without him again. Uh. (laughs) Ah. Ah, oh, listen to Catherine with the joking. Keanu Reeves used to call me Al Porcini on the set of uh, Devil's Advocate. Oh, yeah? Fantastic Fun Guy is a good movie, though. It's a pretty interesting story. It is a good movie, actually. Cool. So that's it. Good work, Catherine. Always bringing something to the show, not like some of these other fucks. Let's talk to... <laughs> Also, Why don't you know, we do this? She came in, she hot did head, the joke, line. and she's out. She's out. Yeah. The Hot Head Hotline is back as Matt switches over frantically to the Google number. Hot Head Hotline, give us a call. I think the Hot Head Hotline is just the bad joke uh, sewer. It's a sewer. It's a sewer. Mm. Well, it's a crapshoot. So far, it's just been people Six, three, one, trying to do on. a bit. 631, what's going on? 631? Oh, are you still... Sorry. Wait, six three one. Good morning. Good morning. Good. What happened? Sorry, six three one. Here we go. Hello. Oh yeah. Let's wait for another. Go ahead. I think we're over. You know what might be going on? We might be overwhelming. Bye forever. Google just Google. shut down. Google oh, is a G, it's a Google number, Matt. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we can Thanks call back. Though. Let's see what happens if we call back seven one seven. What? What area? Where's seven one seven? Hi. Come on, man. You got to memorize that Hi. shit. Wait, why, is it, why am I not hearing this at all? All right. Uh, while we're waiting, big announcement. Big, 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 big announcement. Give me some big announcement news, guys. Give me some big announcement news. Music, I should say. Oh, boy. Where's my music bites? Everybody, focus, focus, focus. Put down your pot. Put down your Seth Rogen houseplant bowl. The reason is 
Oh, I had the funniest time with him because I made a joke. He announced this big house plant thing. He's got this new company, which looks very cool. And it's like he's selling his own weed strains with uh, pottery and like he's selling an ashtray and this whole like lifestyle thing around the, uh, the weed smoking. And I wrote under it, I said something to the effect of this plant is a drug. And if you keep selling it, you're going to go to jail. <laughs> and I, I know Seth a little, and uh, he, of course, probably thought that, you know, thought that was funny and it's intended to be a joke. Not so much all his fans. Maron. <laughs> this, this somebody wrote, you know, days later, go fuck yourself. <laughs> and like a lot of people saying, uh, oh, this guy must be fun at parties. Like, you don't get that. I don't know. Don't, don't you have any curiosity? You have to immediately write back. <laughs> With your reaction to my joke? You should have said, I don't go to parties because of COVID yeah. super spreader <laughs> events. I stay away. Uh, sorry, anybody on the hot head hotline? Are you there? 717? 717. That's how many pages the Aaron Sorkin film The Trial of the Chicago 7 was. <laughs> you, you're really obsessed with the number of pages these scripts are. I read a lot. You get, you get sent a lot of scripts to read? I, get, I do, I do. I got sent the... Uh, Oh, my big announcement. Son of a bitch. The big announcement is this Saturday, we are back with another game night, ladies and gentlemen. Another game night with the Holy Trinity. It is going to be a blast. We'll be celebrating one year of Office Hours uh, Extreme. And patrons only, folks. Patrons only. That's the new regime. We're not giving this shit away, this garbage. We are not giving this garbage away for free anymore. You must be a member, and that's how we're going to roll these days with the special shows. So we'll see you Saturday night right here on the Tim Heidecker YouTube Experience. And games, we don't know. Vic wants to play checkers. I'm not so sure that's a great idea. Or Nintendo. Or Nintendo. Okay. NES. Why don't we leave it to the uh, patrons and have them decide what game we should play. We should do that game we played last time, the Taboo. Mm -hmm. Well, we want to play a new game. What about Pictionary? Okay. How about uh, paddle tennis? And one other wrestling. piece of business is... <laughs> I'm up for that. Uh, we have begun writing and begun planning the Oscar special for the on-cinema fans out there. The Oscar special is in writing mode, production, pre-production mode, imagineering mode, uh, fully funded by you in various ways. One of the ways you can fund it is... A, uh, visiting the On Cinema Store, OnCinemaStore.com, pick up a shirt or a personal video greeting from Greg or Joe Estevez or Axiom, and we will be uh, bringing you that on April 25th, Oscar night. Are you going to go to the Oscars? I don't know if I'll go to the Oscars. I'll probably come here, actually. Okay. Be I'm inviting myself. I'm going to bring Guy Fieri. <laughs> He's going to make some food for you, some snacks. Some what about uh, what, what about Chris D'Elia? You were partying with him a little bit that night at uh, Sly Stallone's house. I have no idea what you're talking about. Have you been, have been in touch with Chris D'Elia since Next he's been question. canceled? Al, are you worried about being canceled? At ever? Do you have any salacious stuff in your past that you're worried about coming up? Probably, but I don't really remember it. So I, I, Fuck, man. You can't be That's held right. accountable I can't, if you can't be remember. held accountable. All right. Uh, what do we have, Matt? Are Tim? We can, I, can I ask a quick question? Can yeah. we do mixed martial arm wrestling on uh, game night? <laughs> mixed. Take mixed. our take our shoes off. Take our shirt off. Maybe arm wrestle. We could punch each other in the face and 
My kids take, are really into wrestling. I've been wrestling off. with my kids, and they're MMA. Call it battle. It's battle time. <laughs> and we did sumo style, where you got to stay within the rug. You know, <laughs> stay on the rug. If you get pushed off, I slam my kid down. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> off the rug, I win. Woody Allen. Round two. Wrestling. No, no, then. Warm it up. <laughs> uh, round two. Ready? Ooh! Fuck. Off the rug. I win again. I have not lost. I'm undefeated. Uh, I think we got one. 615, are you on? <laughs> 615. I'm a hairy guy. Hey. Who's this? Hi. Someone who doesn't know how to use a phone, apparently. Uh, speak. 615, you're on the line. Oh, hi. Hi, Tim. Who's calling? Uh, my name's Gary. Oh boy! Where are you from? Gary, where are you from? Uh, I'm I'm from uh, Tennessee. Is this Chase again doing a voice? No. Wait, I see Chase on the Zoom talking. Yeah, this is no, Chase. Stop no. calling us. It's Chase, you you little rat! You're banned. I'm gonna ban you. Banned from the show, just like Phil. Although Phil came back and redeemed himself last week with a really unforgettable bit. Who do we have here on the Hothead Hotline? 815, you're on. Hey, what's going on? What's up? This is Bobby from, from Rockford, Illinois. Home of Cheap Trick. I know. Bobby didn't hear <laughs> How can I help you today? Well, long time listener, I'm calling in for a movie uh, recommendation. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, a letter from Death Row. All right. Thank you very much. A letter from Death Row. Is that is that a... Recent film or what? Uh, it's a 1998 thriller directed <laughs> oh by Brett Michaels. Directed by who? Whoa. Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. <laughs> from Poison or Jesus. what is this? Yeah, yeah, it's from Poison. Okay. Is it a good movie? It's, uh, it, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for the recommendation. Cool. Yep, uh, that's about it. All right. <laughs> What's the name of that movie? Letter from Death Row? Uh-huh. Let's find that one, Matt, and talk about it in the after hours. Maybe find the trailer for that. Double feature with Fred Durst film. Oh, yeah. What was that one with John Travolta? That's where he's the one. The, the psycho fan? Yeah. I didn't see that. I heard it's a fun watch. I'll give it a shot. What about uh, Gotti? <laughs> oh, that's a great movie. Yeah? You love all the movies. All Travolta films are good. <laughs> I was going to play the baby and look who's talking, but he got that. Oh, you'd he have got been good in that. Yeah, I would have been great in it. He played. No, uh, that was Bruce Willis that played that did the boy. That's right. Bruce got the role. <laughs> uh, I, I want to see the Travolta film that was shot in 360. <laughs> did you see that? No, I don't know about Speed that. Speed kills that you can watch oh, in VR yeah. with him and Sandy. What's her name? Sandy Co- uh, Sandy, Sandy Bullock? No, from oh. Greece. Uh, Olivia oh, Newton-John. Olivia. Oh, I like their music video when they land. He lands yeah, his plane. Yeah, that's and amazing. Uh huh. Wow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let's take one more Zoomer, and then we will say goodbye and meet you over in the after hours. Right. <laughs> Brooks Allison. You know, I was meeting with somebody the other day, and they burped. Loud burp after our meal. Loud burp. And I was like, excuse me? And I'm like, that's what I do all the time. I must. That's how people perceive me, some mm-hmm. rude jerk. Boorish. <sighs> Do we have somebody? Who? How about Brooks, that dude? Uh, mute Brooks. Is anybody there? I don't know. 
Uh, here's somebody. It makes me feel shameful Sorry. and it makes me feel bad. How about Heather Holly? Uh, well, that was on my side. Oh, but Brooks didn't figure it out anyhow. Dang, Heather, long. you got it. Yeah, Heather with all kinds of patterns. Heather, are you there? Dang, this is this is a throwback to a year ago, huh? Hmm. Yeah, it's a real mess. Um, Heather doesn't seem to be listening oh, to the show. There oh, there you are. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What's up, Heather? You look a little like Elton John today. Do I? Yeah, with the glasses <laughs> and the hair could be one of his toupees. <laughs> I mean, no, your hair looks fine. It looks. It would be odd on him. <clears throat> oh, the duck sorry. I mean, doesn't she a little bit look like maybe Elton John? This is such a dangerous road. I, I Are you offended? And the, and the colorful shirt, the whole deal. No, I am not at all offended. Good. She's a cutie That's pie. A, a larger than life look. Um, how can I help you today, Heather? Uh, I feel like I had a good question for you that would have been more relevant a couple weeks ago. Okay. When um, the Bruce Springsteen... Uh, podcast was announced. Yes. Uh, it was. It's called the Renegades. The Renegades. Right. Max, I'm starting is, a podcast. I want to call it the Renegades. All right. Is this some sort of weird Jeep tie-in? Oh, Jeep I didn't even think about that. Is there know, a Jeep Renegade? Like, right. No oh. one's talking about it, but that, I feel like his Jeep commercial, and now he's, you know, Bruce? famous. Bruce, I just got a phone call. A friend of mine said that this uh, podcast we've been doing has been uh, sponsored by a Jeep. Well, yes, Miss President, I didn't think you'd mind. <laughs> well, listen, Bruce, I love what you do. I love your music. But I can't be associating myself with any particular company. I just can't do it. I got too many, too many things going on. It's going to damage my brand if I associate with Jeep. Now, what is that going to do to my... GM deal that I'm working on. <laughs> on my Ford. So next time you want me to do your podcast, you got to tell me if it's associated with a particular car company. I tried, Mr. President. <laughs> Damn, Mr. President, I'm sorry about that. I was just sitting on the hood. Of my, I was just sitting on the hood of my Jeep, crack open a warm beer, talking to Maria, looking at my hatchback. Boy, I never thought of that Renegades. That's that's slimy business, Bruce. I'm calling yeah. him out. And they dropped the charges on him. The we got to cancel Bruce now. <laughs> Obama pulled some strings for him. Listen, Bruce. Next time I do a project with you, you got to tell me if it's if it's a co-sponsor, if it's if it's branded content. I need to know. What's, what you got? Nothing to say about that, Al? I'm sorry. Where am I? <laughs> I just want to say, before I accept this award, I want to thank Marty Bregman. Uh, now, Al, do you have a... I've I'm heard sorry. you've got a, a sponsorship going on with Menchie's, the frozen yogurt place. What's that all about? I love Greek yogurt. <laughs> I expect it to be ice cream every time I dip my spoon in. And it feel, it tastes like ice cream. It feels like ice cream. You put toppings. What's your toppings? Oh, I put Oreos on top. I put little sprinkles. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what do you like on yours? Uh, uh, I'm trying to stay off that stuff right now. Figure it out. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, thanks, everybody. It's 1130 here in Glendale. That means we're going to say goodbye. Don't forget to visit OnCinemaStore.com this week and buy some merchandise so we can make you a nice Oscar special. 
Uh, my tour continues on various record stores tonight. If you'd go to Rough Trades, Rough Trade New York's uh, Instagram, there'll be a performance there. And every night we're going to be doing shows, uh, playing me with my little acoustic guitar, playing songs that you know and love. Thank you to uh, uh, Weird Al Pacino, who's going to stick around uh, for the after hours. Thank and you. thank you to Matt and uh, Vic and Doug and Wes thank and everybody out there. Thank you for joining us. Thank you to Andrew Bird uh, for calling in with, uh, with his new album. That's really unbelievable with Jimbo Mathis. And I got nothing else. I want to thank Tom Pollock and uh, Casey Silver. Over at Paramount Pictures, just, and what? All right, we're no, done. No, I'm out of here. I'll give you a cue to like do your do your whole spiel. That'll be how we go out. All right, All I'll right. keep it going then. Uh, Rick Nasita over at CAA, and uh, uh, I want to thank the Association for the Blind, Ira Lewis. Uh, who else can we thank? John Campisi, I mentioned him. Great guy. And uh, let's see who else. Oh my God, there's so many names. Too many names to think of. Uh, I want to... And... We got to... Oh, oh, I know who I want. And Wedgworth. And, uh... Get the Pacino. Get it all set. Find your questions. Get your answers. Still going. Thank the great Bobby Duvall, too. 